Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Another Film Podcast. My name is Charity. I'm Colin. And I'm Matt. Oh. I think you've done that one before. Try again. And I'm Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that was my cat woman. I was going to say, is that your Michelle Pfeiffer? It's <laughs> just Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> God, I can't wait for this episode. <laughs> I've never been so excited to talk about a movie in this podcast's history. I don't believe that that's true. No movie is as good as this one. <laughs> that is definitely not true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Just kidding. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're 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 back on our alternative Christmas shit, and this yeah. week is is Matt's movie. So Matt, what 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 movie did you force upon us this week? I forced upon us this holiday eve a story of a bat, a cat, and a oh no sleeve. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, it's Batman Returns, which is truly a Christmas movie. You cannot argue this movie is not a Christmas movie. It's very much a Christmas movie. Uh, but it's also the sequel to the nineteen eighty nine. Batman starring Michael Keaton, directed by Tim Burton. This is the only other Tim Burton Batman movie there has ever been. Uh, but maybe the most Batman-y movie that has ever been as well. Uh, so I really didn't remember caring that much about this movie until a couple years, a few years ago. Now. Oh, fuck. Yeah, like f- 2016. The Music Box theater in chicago illinois god bless did a double feature of tim burton's nightmare before christmas and batman returns i had never seen batman returns on the big screen and being locked into it and seeing the spectacle of it on the big screen felt like the first time it felt like i hadn't seen the movie before (coughs) uh and so many little things really stood out and I was like, oh shit, do I love this movie? And since then, I've uh, really loved this movie. And it might be my favorite Batman movie after okay, there you go. Batman Mask of the Phantasm. What? The animated movie. <laughs> <laughs> you put this gonna make Christopher me... Nolan? Yes. Christopher Nolan's Batman movies are boring versions of Batman. It serves the purpose of a smart thriller and a good cop movie. But I think as Batman, the DNA is so uh, thinned that you really don't feel like you're watching a Batman movie. You feel like you're watching Heat with capes, which I'll go on about that <laughs> as we talk about this movie. But this is really, truly what I want in a Batman movie. And it gives it to <clears throat> me compounding, like so many good things that i personally love as a batman fan it sounds like i was alone in that camp. so let's go around the table and let's hear other people's thoughts i mean so i had seen this movie once before um so i have like this really really vivid memory i was at my grandmother's house i was probably like four or five like very very young and my sister and I are, like, on, like v- on the young side of all of our cousins. Like, all of our cousins are, like, five-plus years older than us. So 
I don't remember exactly why we were all there, but we were all there, and, like, the older cousins were watching Batman Returns, and I just, like, happened to walk into the room at the point, like, the part where Catwoman stabs him in the side with one of her little claws, and I remember, like, not understanding the context of what was going on, but just, like, imagining somebody stabbing me in the side, and I was like, oh! And so I was, like, very out on this movie for, like, a long time. Um, and then I think it was probably in high school. I imagine I probably watched all of the, you know, 90s uh, Batman movies leading up to the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Um, so obviously, I'd, I'd seen Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, like, as a kid. And those were, like, pretty regular when I was growing up. But I, I don't think I saw the original Batman, like, the original Michael Keaton Batman, and then this one actually in full until sometime in high school. And I remember thinking like, yeah, they're fine. I don't have like the comic connection to Batman. Um, So like, I love the Nolan Batman movies. And if I were going to sit down and watch a Batman movie, it would absolutely be one of those. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And so when I was watching this one for the first time in over 10 years, I was just like, this movie is fucked. (laughs) like like it's so bizarre and sometimes in a fun way and sometimes in just like a really baffling like what the fuck is going on way i will say as somebody who doesn't have like a strong attachment to comic books or batman as like a comic hero like this did feel like a very comic booky movie like it felt like a lot of the really dumb shit in this movie like felt like what a comic book would do like when he when penguin just like hook like wraps an umbrella around catwoman's neck and it just starts like <laughs> flying her away i was like yeah this seems like some dumb shit that would happen in a comic Hell book yeah. like i can see myself flipping through the pages of a comic book and be like okay like so i i feel like it does have that comic book feel to it which i do appreciate but like as a movie I thought it was pretty messy. <laughs> wow. So. wow. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Tyranny. <laughs> uh, so I had never seen Batman Returns before. The only yeah. Batman movies I have ever seen are the Christopher Nolan ones. Well, fuck. <laughs> and I also have never read any of the comics. But <clears throat> so there's a couple things that I think were uh, stacked against this movie to begin with. <laughs> One of them... Is Michael Keaton. We all know how I feel about oh, him. come on. In fact, in fact, I sent a picture earlier this week before I found out that he was in this movie of Trump without an orange face, and he looks like Michael Keaton. Oh, God. You're so rude. Number Michael two. Keaton is a treasure. Perhaps worse than him is Danny DeVito. And Danny DeVito. I you don't like Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito in general is awful. Danny DeVito in this movie is revolting. It's just unbelievable. The first note I had, we'll just dive oh, right in. I got it. I got it. <laughs> well, before Don't we worry, dive no. in, just just real quick to, to like fully set the table. All we I was discuss- done in, in terms of my other things stacked against the movie, just in case oh, okay, you were going to okay. reveal another one. No, 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 go, no, ahead, no I, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm shocked that Matt forgot Tyranny doesn't like Danny DeVito. <laughs> Because she texted us earlier this week in all caps, Danny DeVito? (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, oh shit, that. Tierney's watching Batman Returns. Oh, and he's got bad hands. Wow, the this first, is really your nightmare. The first Go note down. I have is, ugh, okay. Danny DeVito. <laughs> In fact, we might as well just go through all of them right now. Oh, no. <laughs> Further down, I have oh. Danny's De- Danny DeVito's voice makes me sick. It's like heartburn. And why is he always grunting? He's always grunting in this movie, and it's so upsetting. <laughs> he's a penguin because he's a little bird. And then I said, watching him eat that raw fish made me almost throw up. <laughs> didn't expect this reception okay keep going keep going as a as a a tangent uh penguins have come up twice since i watched this movie and i watched this movie on tuesday one was i went to a christmas lights thing and they had penguins and i was like oh those are cute and then i was like (laughs) and then today i was watching a major documentary and i was like oh penguins and then i was like Uh, and then the so that was like the biggest strike of them all um but then as i was watching it i don't think i've ever watched i'd have to look at like his filmography but i don't think i've ever watched a a tim burton movie that i loved oh sure and so i think it some of that style people love it and I'm not going to fault them for that. It's just not necessarily my cup of tea. But some of the comic book... Ooh. Wait, really quick, since everyone will have heard that sound. Uh, do you guys remember those door stoppers that were springy? From like yeah, I have one, yeah, I have one right down here by my desk. Yep. When Go you get, off, fam. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to call attention to that. Um, but the I'm excited for that to keep popping up. Uh, of springing up like, several times yeah. throughout the rest of this conversation. Uh, the comic book moments that you were talking about, Colin, were actually ones that I enjoyed. And I think that the one thing about this movie that I did enjoy was Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. We can start there if we want to. Okay. Because I do think the reason I fell back in love with this movie is because of Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Not dating DeVito? <laughs> no. I do think uh, there is a part of me that gets, like, uh, subconsciously sick when I think of Penguin in this movie. I, I like, the, like, the black, like, gook. Oh, there's so many disgusting parts that really do deeply gross me out, but Michelle Pfeiffer really replaces it all. Just flips, it, flips the tables. I thought yeah, she I mean, was really good, and her character was, like, <laughs> the only good one. <laughs> <laughs> so we can definitely talk about her. One of my problems with this movie is I felt like there was just way too much shit going on. Like, and I think that like, that's, False. that's a, <laughs> it's a criticism that's levied on like a lot of superheroes, but particularly in like the villain realm. It's like, Oh yeah. When you have too many villains, like Spider-Man three, is, like, that's a pretty common, along with, like, the weird emo part of Spider-Man 3, but, like, there's just too much stuff going on, and I felt like the plot with Christopher Walken's character and Selina Kyle's character and Penguin's character and Batman's character, like, they all just seemed to mostly be doing their own thing that was, like, 
tangentially related that like kind of sometimes came together, but it always felt like really awkward and forced. Um, like it didn't feel like they were all like, it didn't feel like they all should have been in the same movie. So like, it, it was hard for me to like fully, like, is this also like, I feel like Michael Keaton's not in this movie that much considering he no. plays no. the main character. <laughs> Right, like ostensibly Batman the main barely character. returns. Yeah, like yeah. Batman returns to like pop in and out every once in a while, but really this movie should have been called The Penguin. Here's <laughs> like, the deal, though. Too much. Well, here's what I'll too say. Much time <laughs> <of the penguin. laughs> here's what I'll say. I think some of the best Batman stories are the ones where he is barely in it. He like appears as Batman to be this like force, but. Uh, the other characters get their time to kind of like show the evil that's in the city. Uh, and I think like that's really fun that he's just interested in Selena. That's his plot. The plot is I want uh, Selena Kyle. And that's like fun that he isn't the lead. And the last shot is of Catwoman. So like it's her, I think it is her movie. Uh, because she's integrally tied against each of the villains in a way that Batman is just like, I, I should be doing something about this. But Selina, like, has a vendetta against Max Shrek and, like, works with the Penguin to try to get Batman. And so I think that's her movie. Uh, and so, like, the Catwoman solo movie, it should just have been this. It should just have been her I would say that's spotlight. That's fair because uh, one thing that I did notice from the movie is there's like a lot of sexual harassment that goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another note that I had is Penguin is fucking nauseating. Yeah. Because he is mm-hmm. like so rapey. Uh, it's like very disturbing. But there she were... handles it, I feel like pretty well which is why i was like oh i like her yeah there were a lot of like like really upsetting it's pg-13 so like not yeah i mean again there were toys though i had toys for batman returns i thought it was a children's movie and i was like can they really put this in there (laughs) yeah no like there's a yeah i didn't write any of them down but there were like a lot of lines where I was just like, oh, <laughs> like either like he even yeah, he's does gross. the double entendre with pussy, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I no, I think that's fair, but I think it's also fun that it is such a grotesque character that, like, truly a villain through and through. Fun is an interesting uh, word for that one. <laughs> well. Uh, but I, but then I also think, yeah, you have Max Shrek, who is the Trump character, yeah. mm-hmm. like a rich business, like, and basically probably Trump, like they probably did write this based on him, based on like the one syllable name, his like giant name on the building, his hair, his, his children. son. I was going to say yeah. the son character that, was we're coming downstairs uh, a lot to <laughs> Two things that you just mentioned that I also wanted to talk about. One, uh, Christopher Walken does not sound like Christopher Walken in this movie. He's a little less yeah. toned. He's a little less tuned up. I was going to say, uh, like, he definitely <clears throat> still sounds like, like, the voice is the same, but the, like, the intonation of, like, how he says things is not traditionally Christopher Walken. Yeah. 
And then the other thing I was going to say is that I actually made a note. It's That's why I thought it was interesting you said, uh, Max, is it Shrek? Shrek. Shrek. Like, like the like ogre. ogre. Not spelled okay. like the ogre, but pronounced like the ogre. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you're saying yogurt. Um, I could go for some yogurt right now. <laughs> so I wrote, Penguin's campaign for mayor is Trump. Basically, he is Trump. Because yeah. his campaign yep. is like like law and order and like some of the mm-hmm. things on the posters, I was like, God, fuck him. Yeah. Well, and I think so. I think that speaks to like kind of what I was trying to get. Like, it just seems like a lot of the plots were like kind of half baked. Like, or he too was gonna. Baked. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But they were just like less penguin. <laughs> Like, let's get you to run for mayor. And then there's, like, a line where it's like, yeah, but it's December and elections... Like, did the election happen Mm -hmm. this year? Or is it just, like, a random year in December and Penguin was just making a reference to the fact that elections don't happen in December? Like, that was weird. And then all of a sudden he just, like, had a massive following, like, literally out of nowhere. Like, he, like, saved the mayor's baby and everybody was like, you're the best person. It's like, where, what the <laughs> fuck? Where did this come from? And because then Gotham he, is crazy. And then he just, like, gets turned on immediately. And it's just like, what? Boo. This whole thing just feels so out of left field that it doesn't really feel like it's a part of this movie. And then a similar thing with like Batman his whole like when he first finds out that penguin's real Batman's like I'm going to do some research and I'm going to figure out what's really going on here on microfilm uh, yeah which great incredible <laughs> I 90s loved shit it. right there <laughs> yeah, loved like, it. um but then he, he's like I think the first time Batman actually like meets him he's like I know you're the leader of the Red Circus gang or whatever but I just haven't figured out a way to prove it. And then that never gets brought up again. <laughs> so it's just like okay, like cool story, bro. Like it just all of this stuff just feels so disjointed. Listen. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> the the mayor plot is because Max Shrek wants to build that power no, scoring I get reactor it. I understand and needs a new mayor <laughs> duh idiot and that's also why Batman's mad at him at Shrek because he's like I know that you're not a good guy and Shrek's like but I am uh, and that's the plot duh I, look my I problem was like not that I couldn't understand that what was going on mm-hmm. <laughs> like Sure. Yeah, I, I do think it has a lot of plots happening. But let's get. What about Michelle Pfeiffer? Remember <laughs> let's how good she let's is? circle back. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think someone just said Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, definitely great. I want to piggyback off that point. It's funny, too, because I was watching, like, literally the day before, I was watching an episode of Dairy Girls, and in it, they were talking about, like, people who look like animals. And then they were like, like, Michelle Pfeiffer looks like a cat. And then I was like, she does look like a cat. To where I was like, she's Catwoman immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought her character has all the best lines in the movie. I feel like they workshopped her lines more than anyone else's, and all she gets are bangers. She yeah. gets so many fun superhero movie, quippy, like sexy Catwoman lines, mm-hmm. and just nails every one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, 
it's definitely like if this weren't if this movie weren't based on like a comic book like some of the stuff that she says not just her like a lot of these characters you just feel like oh my god but the fact that it is based on a comic book you're like okay like that's fine <laughs> like, that's, like i'm okay with this <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say before we keep shitting on this golden movie. Uh, the I think my favorite scene in the entire movie, uh, and I do think it uh, is resting on the shoulders of Keaton and Pfeiffer, is when they're dancing at the ball towards mm. the end of the movie. Yeah. And they've both already uh, tackled and tangled on the rooftops of Gotham. and uh, And he, like, sees the mistletoe. And he's like, you know, mistletoe is poisonous. Or uh, she says, you know, mistletoe is poisonous if you eat it. And then he's like, and even deadlier if you mean or whatever. A kiss is deadly, yeah. whatever the fuck the line is. But, and then they both realize who the other one is. And the music is like strings to show the tension between them. I think is one of the best Batman moments in any Batman movie. And it's so cool when they have to get back together. And she's like, do we have to start fighting now? Uh, but like the genuine tragedy that both of them realize like, oh no, it's you. But I do like you. Yeah. I loved their scenes together. I think that you could have had more of those scenes and none of sure. Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, 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 fair. Just she, heighten yeah. Max Shrek as the villain and uh, omit Penguin entirely. <laughs> or at least just fair. make him less, like, visceral. The do you grunting think you, I couldn't handle. Do you think it's you would have hated really? it less if it were a different character, or a different actor? Like, because, like, the Penguin character is gross, regardless. Like, a lot of that stuff that's happening is gross, but do you think it would have, like, bothered you as much as it did if it were a different actor? It still would have bothered me, but probably yeah. not to the degree. That's Which is fair. Like, Dan, yeah. like Danny DeVito's kind of gross. <laughs> and the choices that Burton makes to make Penguin physically like a penguin and, like, uh, a sewer dweller, where, like, in the comic books, he's rich. He's rich as fuck. And he's like a normal shorter man. I was gonna say, owns why wouldn't they pose. just do that? That's what they're gonna do in the new Batman with Colin Farrell looking like Danny DeVito underneath makeup. Uh, but he's just a normal gangster who's very rich and old money, like the Waynes. So like the Waynes and the Cobblepots, old, 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 like uh, Gotham money, and that's like the struggle between Bruce Wayne and Oswald Cobblepot, but also <clears throat> Batman and Penguin. And they made him a physical monster in this, which I think is a weird choice, but is 100% a Burton choice. Burton was like, I want monsters. I want a creature from under the ground who spits up black goo. It is interesting in his, in his movies where there's never like... Like, there's never just like one quirk. It's like 10,000 quirks. Like, you can't just yeah. have, like, like a goofy little tracker device. It needs to be, like, buried in the depths of the car by clown people and a lot of, like, in order to get there, where it's like, you could just make that a lot simpler. That whole sequence was so crazy. I didn't know what they were doing at first. Well, so, there's a line where Penguin points at, like, the blueprint of the Batmobile 
on like a chalkboard in his like lair slash attic. Which, like, first of all, like, Bruce Wayne is not just, like, giving out the, like, the fucking specs to the Batmobile. <laughs> so, like, I don't know how he has yeah, that. that. Was, I have no idea how that works. But then he's like, we're gonna, like, we're gonna rig it so that it's basically just, like, a walking, time, like, time bomb or, or like, a whatever. He says H-bomb. H-bomb, Which yeah, is, yeah. like, what? Yeah, it's like, what the fuck kind of shit is You're going on in here? But anyway, so then when you, like, actually get to the sequence where they're, like, fucking with the Batmobile... There's, there's like, eight of them. They're, like, doing shit with wires. They're doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And then it, what it ends up being is just, like, a little tracker thing on the bottom of the car. <laughs> so it's, like, a, co- a remote control. I know, but I'm just, like, all of that other shit that happened. Like, oh, this, sure. like why do they need 18 people to do this? Just have one person just, whoop. Or, there we go. Or, we got it. We figured it oh, out. Oh, sure. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's, like remote controlling the car it's not like he just has like a little device and a little screen yeah inside of like a like an rv and it's not even then that he has a steering wheel and a screen but he's in a bouncy thing like you see in like a children's toy with a screen foaming at the mouth and grunting incessantly I was I did think that it was like a funny shot when it went to the, like the exterior of the RV and you could just see the whole RV just like shaking. <laughs> People were just like, eh, yeah. whatever. <laughs> like, Burton has a sense of humor. <laughs> Burton did Beetlejuice and fucking Edward Scissorhands. So like, yeah, there's I haven't gonna seen be either a of duck. those. Well, oh, Beetlejuice is dope. You should check out Beetlejuice. I was but wondering actually gross. if he did that because I was like, this looks like Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From the and two things I've seen of it. it. So I actually, like, I don't love Tim Burton, but I do think it was fun to go back to, like, early Tim Burton. Because, like, the Tim Burton that, that like, for all intents and purposes, like, we've gotten in our, like, movie-going, appreciating lifetimes is, like, mostly disappointing. <laughs> like, um, <clears throat> and so, like, it was fun to be able to, like... Like, and Tim Burton and Danny Elfman are just, like, entwined in my brain. So, like, when the movie was starting and it was just kind of doing that, like, playful camera up through, like, the Cobblepot mansion. And then it was following, the you know, the, like, um, Penguin's basket down the the river. And that Danny Elfman score was going. I was like, oh, yeah, this feels, like, this, this feels awesome. And I, like, I miss that. And then... I remember that I saw the Tim Burton Dumbo movie last year, and it fucking sucked. What, <laughs> I was uh, like, make make better movies, Tim Burton. <laughs> oh, Mars Attacks! That was a funny movie. If I yeah. remember, I thought Dark Shadows, Dark Shadows, which came out in like two thousand. I feel like twelve. So of his shit. movies, I've seen Mars Attacks, Planet of the Apes. Ooh. Oh no! Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> And that's it, because I didn't like any of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. I always forget that he did D- uh, Sweeney Todd. Matt's... Yeah, bitch! Matt's Bay. <laughs> I watched that around Halloween. Sweeney Todd's dope. I love that music. And I and I do think the movie's good. I'm, I think I'm more of a Tim Burton fan, but even, like, Beetlejuice, I wouldn't rank among any of the movies that I would, like, rewatch on purpose again. It was, like, good, but I don't purpose. need to watch it. But I love <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas, which is the Tim Burton brainchild. I've never seen it. Fucking love that movie. It's fine. 
<laughs> anyway. Anyway, this isn't a Tim Burton pod. It is a Michelle Pfeiffer pod, though. Uh, so that should be known. <laughs> I feel like I I love something there. You say it. You say no, it. No, I can't remember now. I'm sorry for ruining your night. Uh, and possibly, possibly my whole life. <laughs> your entire life. <laughs> I think Batman Returns is as good as Phantom Thread. Wow. <laughs> I wanted I wanted Tierney to do a spit take because she was drinking. <laughs> I was uh, too shocked. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't believe that. Uh, so, Matt, why don't you talk more about what you did like about this movie? Yeah. Convince us. Because I... Yes. All right, so sell, get ready, bitch, because here movie. we go. <laughs> here we go. Batman Returns. S- a sequel, basically untethered to the original. How often do you get that anymore? Uh, the best Alfred. Alfred's great in this. I thought the introduction of of uh, Batman, of, like, the signal, and then seeing him, like, look up, is like very classically Batman, uh, and it happens like fifteen minutes into the movie. Quick sidebar on that. Uh, so I finished watching the movie like about a half an hour before we started recording, and you guys were eating dinner, so I just like hopped on my phone, and I was scrolling through Twitter, and somebody so the new Taylor Swift album's coming out tomorrow, and somebody had tweeted at the at a couple people. Come out? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. did. Fuck yeah, she did. Surprise. <laughs> surprise someone's been busy during quarantine (laughs) i I was like she's written and released two albums during quarantine and i had a hard time getting out of bed this morning so like it's her job no i know but uh, anyway um i was scrolling through twitter and somebody had been like so are we gonna get this like jam session or tea time or whatever one of the ringer podcasts like about the this new Taylor album because they did one when she surprised released one this summer, and the girl replied with that gif of Michael Keaton just being like, like it's it's time. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was weird timing on my part on checking Twitter today. <laughs> yeah. Can you elaborate on this Alfred being the best Alfred? Because I love Michael Caine. Is he like looked on as a bad Alfred? No, he's. Everything I'm saying, nobody would agree with me. So, <laughs> let's just get that out of the way. I'm saying a lot of crazy things. I was like, I thought that was good. But I, I like I've this. i read the comics, so I don't know. Yeah. I like this, Alfred, because he's not as sensitive. Like, I thought Christopher Nolan's movies really make Alfred like, oh, sir, why are you doing this all the fucking time? It's like, just help him be Batman already. Stop guilting him all the fucking time. And so this one, he's just like, oh, I've pressed your suit, sir, and I believe you have a packet. Like, he's just into having fun with Batman. He'll, like, hop on the computer and, like, help Bruce out. Uh, I, I love the scene at the end of him driving him mm-hmm. and him being like, Merry Christmas, Mr. Wayne. Like, it's per. It's just everything that I want Alfred to be. He doesn't have to be a surrogate father in these movies. He can be Alfred the butler, who's cool and funny and has good quips. Uh, I love a scene with uh, Selena where like he just gets dumped on by Bruce being like, uh, say that I had a uh, run to this, I don't know, make up something. <laughs> and then experiences the same thing with Selena and like can tell like, oh, they are meant for each other. 
I just think it's so fun. Uh, and I think, like I said, Christopher Nolan's movies put so much emotional weight on the concept of a man dressing like a bat that it's like, where's the fun? Did we forget these are comic books? And so, like, in this movie with just the Gotham City being, like, giant statues holding globes and buildings that are big faces, it's like Lord of the Rings. It's this, like, epic sort of narrative that's uh, a city with all these zigzagging streets and, like, giant gift boxes with tanks and people, clowns in them. Like, it's so ridiculous. It's so outrageous. But that's what... fucking comic book movie should feel like like you can see it on the page like colin said like a propeller umbrella taking catwoman away is exactly what you'd see in a comic book because it's fun to draw it's fun to look at to be fair those are like are the things that i didn't mind about the movie and like their little like love relationship i felt like was super comic booky uh the things that i had a problem with in the movie (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding mostly davina but i think also like penguins is interesting that uh they're such a nice lovely bird i was gonna say penguins are fucking awesome i love penguins so much yeah good luck watching march of the penguins next time (laughs) it was very cute when they were walking their little rockets Mm -hmm. oh i thought you were gonna say it was very cute when they were pallbearers and i was like no that was stupid that was incredible (laughs) Those were just walking about clearly men in costume. Yeah. <laughs> slowly shuffling. Just... Slowly ambling their way it was fun. out of nowhere. Why how do they coordinate this? It was fun throughout the movie to be like, oh yeah, those were real penguins, or oh no, those were just costumes. Okay. Yeah. Like you can see, like <laughs> Yeah. But the little guys with the little rockets. Mm-hmm. Cute. And I'm so glad that they didn't get hurt. They were all okay, because Batman saved them. Mm-hmm. I loved penguins. Um, yeah, I don't know what the circus gang was about, besides like they're freaks and he's a freak. Um, I did love the monotone woman. Yeah, it's like penguins approaching destination. <laughs> Something is wrong. Something is coming. It was like what a fun, another Tim Burton character, but like a fun weird. Austin Powers like kind of spoof on oh, that yeah. thing. <laughs> is um, Col- Colin Farrell in the new movie? Is he playing Penguin in like a Bruce Wayne type of way? No, he's like it under makeup and look. Well, yeah, he's not like a monster. He's like he looks like an old gangster with like a sharper nose. If I were to show you a picture of it, you would not recognize Colin. Like you would not. I'm gonna look. Recognize I'm gonna that look it's Colin it Farrell. It's not Does like he gross. Gurgle it's just... on his words. We like, don't know. Like but the word, likely not. The word say, probably Oswald not. Cobblepot to me is still just Oswald like Oswald Cobblepot. It's still just like oh. <laughs> Why did uh, his parents get rid of him? Because he looked like a monster. Well, and he was a monster. I mean, like <laughs> there was that scene where he just like yeah. ate their cat. <laughs> like <laughs> that. My roommate Hannah was like, if a bi- if. Uh, our baby ate Swayze. I don't know if I could deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Uh, but they're also not planning on having kids, so Swayze really is the child. So God bless. Uh, I will say, I thought it was. He's like I thought it was funny. Exactly. Like yeah. I Which just, is like, why did you cast Colin? Yeah. yeah. 
Because I saw the trailer. He looks like that other guy. Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, I think I know who you're talking about. Um, I don't know his name. Is, uh, is like Tom Wilkinson? No. <laughs> he does look like Tom Wilkinson. This is. Uh, I feel like he's a comedic. He's in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, I'll find his name. We can keep talking. Super Dave Osborne, R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, I did think that, like that scene was really funny when they were like getting ready to get rid of their literal child, <laughs> just murder their child. And they were like walking through the park and somebody was like another couple with their baby. They were like, Oh, Merry Christmas. And they were like, yeah, Merry Christmas, whatever. <laughs> just kept like power walking. <laughs> I was like, that's cute. And yeah. fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Also, why throw the whole carriage in? If you want this thing gone, you just toss it right out. Yeah. I had a lot of actually like, actually happens to him in the comics. No, he's like a rich kid who owns a, a nightclub. That's penguin. He owns the Iceberg Lounge, but like, and he's a big-time gangster. But, like, the little duck thing, is that... That's from the comics, right? Like, his little, like, duck car? Is that not from the no. comics? No. Oh. I mean, he, like, <clears throat> has trick umbrellas. That's an actual thing. Okay. He loves birds, and so he, like, traditionally will steal bird artifacts and shit. Or, like, bird gems. There's always something about a bird. Um, and so he's mostly, like, a thief and mobster. But the whole, like... Uh, cartoonishly amusement park quality to him is not at all him. He just wears a monocle and has fun umbrellas that shoot bullets. Hmm. Okay. He's rich and he wears a top hat. And he goes, and he smokes a long cigar. Long cigarette, actually. That's Penguin! <laughs> this has been it is Matt. Matt teaches yeah. you about Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's it is interesting that we're gonna. This is the only the second time we're gonna get an on-screen penguin. Um, is or I guess we also had the one in Gotham. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I will say, I thought the. <clears throat> I liked the like the production design of Gotham, and like you were talking about this yeah. a little bit earlier, Matt. But I like the fact that it just like looked kind of gross and like kind of shitty. Like again, as somebody who doesn't have the comic book background but just knows that that's what Gotham is supposed to be, it is a little weird that like. I mean, it was cool watching the Dark Knight and being like, "Oh, I've been there! <laughs> like, I, I've yeah. spent time in Chicago, right there." But it also like <clears throat> the Dark Knight trilogy never really feels like Gotham, except for mm-hmm. a little bit in Batman Begins. Yes, in the narrow. Yeah, but like that's like one small part, and everything else, especially in Dark Knight and Dark Knight Returns or Dark Knight Rises, um, it just feels like a fairly modern city that's not that gross. Um, yeah. So I did like that. Which, like, <clears throat> yeah, Batman has noir roots. Right. Like, Batman is supposed to feel like a gritty, like, yeah, gritty is the word they got thrown around a lot with the Dark Knight. But really, it's supposed to feel like 70s New York, which is ended up being what Joker does. Um, but it's supposed to feel like either too hot or too cold. There's steam all over the place. Uh, there's garbage all over. Uh, crimes are happening around every corner. And in the new ones, it's just like, oh, that's Pittsburgh. Like, that's a nice part of Pittsburgh I've been to. Yeah. And just like, yeah, Chicago. It's like, 
what a lovely, nice parade you're having in this city. <laughs> and it doesn't feel claustrophobic. And I think that's what Gotham City is supposed to be, is this East Coast, like, tight, hot... Filth uh, town. Old... What? Filth, filth town. town. <laughs> filth town. Yeah, it's supposed to be a filth town. Otherwise, Batman doesn't make sense. Like, that seems extreme if it's just, like, a bad city. <laughs> like, a tougher city. Yeah. I Along those lines, I feel like the... Uh, Selena Kyle's apartment, like, before she trashes it, but, like, when she first yeah. walks home and it's just, like, it's <clears throat> all pink and it's all, like old appliances and it just like feels like just like the crummiest apartment <laughs> i was yeah. like okay <laughs> i can get on board with this and yeah. then one of the things i was like when i was mentioning earlier like if it were not a comic book movie like her neon sign in her room that says hello there and then she only hello. smashes two <laughs> of the letters so that it just says hell here <laughs> like you know the typical saying <laughs> hell here <laughs> Like, that was, okay. I was like, they could have done a better one with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'll let this slide because it is a comic book movie, but, like, come on. Although, I was getting, like, especially in that sequence where she's, like, destroying her apartment, and there's that, like, one shot where it's just, like, the neon sign is just, like, up in the corner of the shot, and she's just kind of, like, doing some shit. Uh, it, I got some, like, really strong Birds of Prey vibes from that just like the the colors of everything and just like a woman kind of going crazy and i was like oh that's kind of fun like and i don't know if like birds of prey was necessarily an homage to that sequence but like it it reminded me a lot um yeah birds of prey another movie that's not that good i was gonna say what is birds of prey (laughs) birds of prey is fine i'm glad that that's not matt and i were talking about this uh with joel uh friend of the pop joel the other day about what the last movie we all saw in theaters was before lockdown. Mm-hmm. And I will say that I am glad that birds of prey was not the last movie I saw in theaters. Wow, rude. I don't know. What Ewan was. McGregor, <clears throat> Ewan McGregor plays an insane villain in birds of prey. Ewan McGregor he's is like very over the top. on one in that movie. <laughs> like he's on like 12 in that movie. <laughs> he actually does the joke that, uh, I did with that, like, little horse thing where i was like ew no i love it actually (laughs) the one that Alyssa and alex love so much um and he literally does that in birds of prey he's like isn't this gross (laughs) i love it and i was like oh shit ewan mcgregor taking notes from me wow Wow, i'm honored look at you honored ewan thank you so much ewan for that basket you sent me to show your appreciation Guys, I feel like I'm getting close to figuring out who this guy is. I love that you've just been working on this the whole time. And when you say it, we're all going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I can't think of the name right now. Like, he looks familiar. He was familiar. somebody's husband in Curb Your Enthusiasm in the most recent season. And his face is always like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him. Oh, He's goodness. in, like, a, I get him. He does stuff, I feel like, with Eugene Levy. Oh. In the Christopher Guest Like in the, movies? yeah, in the, like a Mighty no. Wind. Oh, oh, I'm so close. Oh, fuck. Tierney, keep working on it. Oh. Kyle and I will keep talking, just disregard <laughs> us and keep trying to figure it out. Matt, what else do you have on your list? Batman kills people in this movie, but whatever. I don't care. <laughs> 
I don't believe that you don't care. <laughs> that is like I don't care. your biggest problem with the Zack Snyderverse Batman. <laughs> like you've railed on that point so many him. times. Oh yes, here we go. Tierney go. Let me just look at the pictures one more time to see if I'm <laughs> if I'm crazy. Hold on. Okay, well we probably could have kept talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, someone else made the comparison. <laughs> <laughs> it's Richard Kind. Yes. Oh, okay, oh. there it is. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yes. Okay. It does look like Richard 100%, Kind. Hundred percent. Yeah. Movie. Uh, when but does Batman kill people in this that. one? Huh? He kicks that one clown that has a bomb into a hole, and then the hole explodes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who's this? So like. Uh, Penguin or uh, Batman in this movie kills people. Yeah, he does. I noticed. Yeah, he kicks one in a hole. Uh, Straight up murders a random guy. Yeah. He's walking down the street and he's just like, I'm going to fucking kill Bang. you. And he's like, don't fucking tell anybody I killed you. And then he'll kill and then he kills him. Or I'll kill you. <laughs> he sucks his blood because he's a vampire. Thought you were going to say he sucks his dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So I, I was like, like whoa. Wow. <laughs> no, he sucks his blood. Which actually it would make sense considering Catwoman is a magic resurrected cat with nine lives. Penguin is a literal flippered penguin. Batman really doesn't have his own. Because he's not a superhero. Oh, I know, but neither is Catwoman or Penguin in the comics, so and they wait. got stuff in this one. She went through nine lives in one movie? Well, because he shoots her a bunch at the end. But wouldn't that... That's just a waste of lives. Well, yeah. I think in the end, you're supposed to be left with, like, and now she's just a person, just like you and me. Except she dresses up in a leather suit and has a bullwhip and has claws that she steals gems with. There's there's a lot of uh, dominatrix vibes with Catwoman. Hell yeah. That's why it's so fucking good. She really owns this role. Versus, like, uh, I was about to call, just make up a name for Wonder Woman, but I was going to call her Lady Woman. <laughs> <laughs> so my brain just completely stopped working. God, you're the most sexist person against Wonder Woman and you love her. You I know, that Wonder superhero Woman. Lady Woman. Lady she's Woman. both a lady and a woman. <laughs> Sounds like a John Mulaney bit. No, it's more that I yeah. couldn't figure out what the adjective was before woman. <laughs> I was just going with lady. I love lady woman. That new movie's coming out. The lady woman. I was going to say it. Yeah. That's a Christmas movie. Is it? I don't think it is. Can it's, I make it my August Christmas movie? movie? You can make it your... Well, I mean, no, because we need to record before that movie comes out. So. Maybe we just do a special episode on that. As the bridge. What if I just make my Christmas movie the first Wonder Woman? Does that take place at Christmas? No. There's like one scene where they're dancing in the square and it starts snowing. That's oh, perfect. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like how uh, Freeform or ABC Family or whatever, when they, when they still had the rights for the Harry Potter movies. And like, no matter what season it oh, was, yeah. they were just like, and it's Harry Potter time. It's like yeah. 25 days of Christmas. We're going to throw all the Harry Potter movies at you. Like it's fucking 31 Halloween. days of Halloween. Here you go. Here's some more Harry Potter. It's just like, Jesus Christ. You know what, you know what March is? <laughs> Harry Potter. It's yeah. April always. Watch all of 
Severus Snape in all the Harry Potter movies. The pandemic would be a perfect time to do them because, you know, that fourth movie, no one cuts their hair either. God, the fourth movie, I fucking hate Goblet of Fire so much. It's the worst book, too. Wow. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of that book. Uh, and that movie is just a massive train wreck. Well, it's so crazy that we end up talking so, about Harry Potter when we're supposed to be talking about Batman. Here's, <laughs> Matt, if this makes you feel better, I like yeah. Batman Returns better than Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> I don't understand what that means. I don't know. You were just mad uh, that I, w- I just kept shitting on Batman Returns, so I was just saying that like it's not sure. the worst movie I've ever seen. Whatever. It is, it's, it's, it's fun. Like it, I'm like, fed up with this world. <laughs> I will say it was everybody shorter than Everybody betray that, me. It was definitely that's was a, shorter. That's than a damn ass <laughs> truth, you know? <laughs> At least that this movie was only two truth. hours long. No, I, I I do feel like I'm being unnecessarily harsh on this. Like it is it yeah, is, both of you. It is it's a fun, fun fucking movie. I it is fun. Only really one chief complaint. Is it penguin? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. In all of all of her one chief complaint has been Danny DeVito related, or like <laughs> Danny DeVito adjacent. So it all kind For of example, falls under that one. I don't really like Michael Keaton, but he was fine in this movie. It was interesting seeing him with hair. Yeah. It oh, really yeah. is. Remember when he was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm mistaken myself for someone else. And she's like, mistaken me? You mistake me for... And he's like, ah, I'm sorry. I was like, that's a fun line. He just got like... he's mistaken... Yeah, he just got, like, really flustered. You're like, oh, yeah. And because he's thinking of himself as Batman. Right. Even though he's trying to, yeah. Uh, he's so fun. It was weird that, like, when he went to, like, first of all, they knew who each other was. So, like, there wasn't any real reason for him to take his mask off. But also it was weird that, like, he just ripped the mask in half. Yeah. <laughs> when, like, earlier you Did saw you that, know? like, it clearly was, like, a whole like headpiece mm-hmm. that comes on so like he could have just taken that whole thing off but instead just rips half of the, the mask off. does he also change his voice yes but not nearly as much as christian bale does i thought that's christian bale's real voice and he just does falsetto for the rest of the time <laughs> oh sure that's true <laughs> Yeah, and this Dick Cheney voice is much closer to his Batman voice. (laughs) No, yeah. He really... I don't want Batman doing a voice. It should be a little deeper, and it should be a little scarier. Which is... It doesn't need to be like, I'm a fucking demon. He's a person. Still sounds better than Danny DeVito. (laughs) What about Danny DeVito as Dorgle? Who? Oh, Danny DeVito is Dorgal and Common as Stonekeeper. And who else? Gina Rodriguez as Kolka. What is this? Keep it going. You're so close. Are you Bring it home. just making up names? Bring it home, baby. LeBron James is Guanji. Yeah, wow. here it is. We're so close. And Zendaya yeah. is Michi. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, bitch. We got there. <laughs> Is he in that movie? Danny DeVito's Dorgal. Yeah. I mean, he he voices a character in that movie. Which, by the way, Smallfoot, not that bad. Not that good either, but, like, not that bad. I didn't enjoy it. Okay, well. Is Smallfeet the one about the the penguins? George Miller. George George Miller. (laughs) 
Um, what else to say about Batman Returns? Uh, I did think uh, Christopher Walken's a great villain. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. They should like, have just hyped up the Christopher Walken type thing and just eliminated yeah. Penguin. <laughs> I bet this was a, pro- a production. <laughs> I feel like early on in development, they were like, no, you need a bigger villain than some business person. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what about the Penguin? And they're like, okay, but like, we still want Catwoman because it's got to be sexy. We want kids thinking of leather and sex. Um, and pussies. And that's why it's such a... Yeah, and pussies. <laughs> Pussy. Oh. And they eat that didn't fish. You did to stick your tongue out, man. Oh, the fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's the closest I've ever come to vomiting at a movie. Also, J- uh, Jan Hook. Yeah, Jan Hook. From Third Rock from the Sun and, um, and SNL. What? Right? Jan Hook? What are you talking about? Jan Hook. What are you talking about? Okay, his hairstylist, the one that, like, when he's suddenly going to campaign, she's like, um, oh, and your fashion. Um, it's okay. <laughs> but, like, a comedian guest star, which was a fun, like, oh. Let me look up, because she's... Jan Hooks. Jan Hooks. Commissioner Gordon was in this movie? Yeah, he was. Yeah. The he's the one that's like, don't kill him. Yeah, he's just like an old guy. <coughs> and he has like Not two, the best Commissioner Gordon. Two lines of dialogue. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, I would never pick this Commissioner Gordon over Oldman. Gary old guy. <laughs> the yeah. uh, Garrison Old Mister. Garrison uh, Old Man. The screenplay for this movie was written by Daniel Waters, but the story was by <sighs> Daniel Waters Daniel and DeVito. <laughs> uh, the story was by Daniel Waters and a person named Sam Ham, which I thought was pretty funny when that popped up on the credits. Sam, at the beginning. I am. <laughs> Green eggs and my ham. roommate Jeff. My roommate Jeff just saw the name Pam Ham today. <laughs> oh, Sam Pam, Pam and Ham Sam. Ooh. Certainly something. Yeah, Pam Ham. Um, is that it? I mean, Matt, you're the one. Like, you. What do you? What do you got? Like, I feel like Tyranny and I have expressed. You know what? All you're really. <clears throat> yeah, you really knocked all the air out of it. Uh, <laughs> the fighting, I think, is rough. Yeah. I thought the fighting looked terrible. Um, penguin noises. That's why he's making all those grunts. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, stop um, it! It's upsetting. Uh, the fashion is the same as today. That's a note that I put down. All of it was like, yeah. Not bad fashion. I, you know, I could see people wearing that. Uh, like Catwoman's whole getup. You know, supposed to be nerdy. She looks pretty good. Those are Warby Parker glasses. Oh, That's a nice pencil skirt. I, <laughs> could it be I thought you it's meant it's like Michelle the leather Pfeiffer? suit, and I was like, I don't think people do wear those leather suits around very Warby frequently Carter these days. Them. Leather suits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Staples. I did see that Warby Parker is selling contacts now, which like on the one mm-hmm. hand makes sense, but on the other hand, it's like what? <laughs> no, it looks like they're just uh, shilling other people's. Oh, they're just a uh, like a, a place you can get them. Okay. but it's still like Aqueduct or whatever. The Aqueduct. Fuck <laughs> <it>. Whatever. <laughs> 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 The Romans invented it. 
Oh shit. Okay, I'm sorry, but this is breaking news. Uh, Fantastic Four just got announced by Marvel. What the fuck? Can we wait for everyone to find this out in two weeks? <laughs> so this is gonna be really timely when everybody listens to this like a month Whoa. from now. Anyway, AccuView uh, Two is the contact brand that you were trying to come up with. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I was Just like, Aquaview? That some, doesn't make any sense. Some, uh, uh, what's the optical irrigation here? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. there were a tear duct. Aqueduct. Well, okay. Well, how, we're only, well, we're at 56 minutes. I think we're done. I don't mean, to talk like, about this fucking movie. No, no, no. <laughs> I feel bad. Like, you love this movie. Talk about it. <laughs> Tierney Eat and I shit, Colin. may or may not keep making fun of it. Like, I <laughs> No, I just... Here are the things I love about it. Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Catwoman. Michelle mm-hmm. Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Uh, Gotham as a city. Uh, like, the way that it has its own character. Uh... I kind of like that it all kind of weaves together in this, like, Macbeth... Or not Macbeth, but, like, Hamlet kind of way of, like... These people have their own, uh, like, qualms with these people. And everyone's just kind of, like, ending up dead in the same place. Uh, Oh! And, like... The way that Selena Kyle takes out Christopher Walken is so fucked. (laughs) Awesome! (laughs) I was just like, so awesome. She does it? She she has a taser that she got from that oh, guy yeah. at the beginning of the movie, which is like maybe the greatest Chekhov's payoff in the history of like the Chekhov meme. Like, yeah. like I understand that like it's a real like Chekhov's gun. I get that, but like this is maybe the best payoff of that, where she's yeah. just like, oh, here's how a taser works, and then she Licks goes him. and just like makes out with him while tasing both of their tongues while grabbing, like, a power line and just, yeah. like, fucking electrocutes him. I'm like, oh, my God. Fucking awesome. Yeah. And, so fucking and then when cool. Batman is, like, clearing the wreckage and he, like, lifts back that one thing, you just see, like, charred as fuck Christopher Walken's face, but his hair is still white and still in that, like, shape. It's so good. Yeah. Which, like, there's a similar electrocuted to death character character in the first batman the 89 batman joker like electrocutes his uh criminal partner oh like i think a, i like a vaguely buzz, remember that. A yeah. buzz handshake yeah so like electrocuted bodies very burton very burton batman <laughs> um but yeah it's also just a great i love her whole thing at the end where she like shows up to finish the job yeah and he's like come with me and she's like i would love to go live in your big mansion but I couldn't live with myself. And, like, just a great... I It's the best Batman relationship we've ever seen. Of, like, this, like, you know, I can't... I've got to do what I've got to do. And that's just how it's going to be. Um, I thought that was great. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and then she's got one life left. Absolutely. Um, Are we on to tattoos? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, let's do. It. So I, I mean, know that, if that was your ending or not. Basically, yeah. I don't know what else to to say. Oh, Merry Christmas, I guess. I yeah. so one last thing I want to talk about. Uh, sorry, Tierney, but no, this is good. not this is not penguin related. Okay. Uh, good. So, 
I don't disagree with your statement at the beginning, Matt, where you said, like, this is a Christmas movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's definitely more of a Christmas movie than Anna and the Apocalypse was. Mm-hmm. And, spoiler, mm-hmm. <laughs> Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is going to be. Um, mm-hmm. But I also don't, like, why did this need to take place? There's no reason for it to take place at Christmas. Like, it was like, they decided that that was what they were going to do and they actually like made some sort of effort to incorporate it but outside of like a couple of lines like specifically like that line at the end in the car no <laughs> shut up they do the tree no they do i the know big gift box I they know. do I'm a, just... a christmas ball like a masquerade ball for christmas yeah so you There's can't ha- so like rich people don't have like masquerade balls year round no, As but they really person, got mileage on <laughs> As a rich person, I've been to four this year already. And I quarantined and beforehand. And, all I, yeah, like, and I flew, There's I quarantined and tested. and Big Balls. Have, are you familiar? <laughs> no. Uh, it's like, yeah. I've got big balls, you've got big balls, but they've got the biggest balls of all. My balls are always <laughs> bouncing familiar. from the left and to the right. Uh, was it a song that it, it's about uh, charity balls <laughs> is it really i was gonna say was it a song that they wrote when they were they were inspired to write the song when they saw a uh unneutered beagle oh. <laughs> i'd forgotten <laughs> imagine that unneutered beagle in front of danny devito eating a fish <laughs> Tierney just, wow, just, just logs out. Like She's just like, I'm what? done here. It was like those hand paddles with the b- ball and string attached. <laughs> As opposed to like a Newton's cradle going between the two legs. It was just like, dong, 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 dong. <laughs> As it like trotted around. Oh, no. Those but, of you listening, I saw Beagle with the biggest balls <laughs> last week. It was very upsetting. <laughs> That's the pull quote for this week's pod, <laughs> pod. Well, and I also, like, my parents bought me, as a joke several years ago, a t-shirt. Where, like, <laughs> just the entire t-shirt is just a gigantic beagle's face. Which, like, whatever, it's fine. I wear it around the house. But <laughs> Tierney was just like, it was whatever kind of dog you have on that shirt. And now I hate that shirt. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, and then, just so everybody's clear, I did wear that shirt when we recorded last week because it was fairly fresh in that story's life. And uh, you're welcome, Tierney, for that. I, I do remember. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, Matt, can you can you tell me why this movie needed to take place at Christmas? I agree that it like it does, and they do incorporate it, but like it doesn't. I don't know. Why does anything need to take place? Why does Die Hard need to take place at Christmas? That's the Everyone's fucking argument is that Die Hard's a fucking Christmas movie. I'm not arguing that this isn't this a Christmas has two, movie. This has more parties than anything, and it's got a tree lighting. The penguin is a is a cold animal, and so the idea of like penguin in the summertime, like a fucking Fourth of July penguin, doesn't make any sense. So if you want to have a penguin that really embodies the snowy landscape, you might as well make it Christmas. Otherwise, it's in January. You want a movie set in January? What the fuck is... How exciting is January? Why not make it Christmas? Christmas is a winter thing, and it's perfectly acceptable, and you can do a lot of cool things. It's a winter thing in the Northern Hemisphere. Whatever. Oh, shit. 
that's where Gotham is. Anyway. Did you like the uh, line, Tierney, where uh, Cobblepot was coming up with his uh, campaign platform and decided that his entire platform was just going to be global cooling will make the world cold? I was like, honestly, sign me up. Like, I'm ready for it. (laughs) And it was like 92, which was like when aerosol cans were like, oh... If you use an aerosol can, you're really killing the yeah. ozone. You were. And then they banned that. I know. And then the ozone grew back. Yeah, and then everyone gave up. They were like, oh, that's good enough. We did that. We gave up aerosols. It just goes to show all of you listeners out there that what we really need is regulations from an international organization. And everyone and needs so, to follow them. And what's interesting is that at the core of this movie is an energy company. And would you say that stockpiling energy reserves instead of... Uh, getting it from solar or wind power uh, would be a good platform for a mayor to have. No. Also, why was his, like, he was like, my legacy. So I need you, is Max Shrek a character from the comics? Or it's just like a total creation for this movie? A total Burton, I think. Okay. What is Max Shrek's, like, does... He's a toy... So he owns and power company. Okay. Owner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he sells to- he sells appliances. I think oh, here's what I was I gonna say because like the store with his name on it seemed to me like a department store. Oh. Yeah, I think it's like GE. I think it's like the way GE and Sears okay. were like in bed. So it was like all these appliances, but he's like a, <laughs> a factory. <laughs> GE was fucking Sears hard. <laughs> and Sears was like, wait, wait, wait. And and GE was like, okay, I'm going to go slow. And then Sears was like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And, and then, then Sears was like, like, we're bankrupt. Because it was weird. He, like, his character's motivation was like, I want to build this power plant, which, like, whatever, I don't care. But then he was like, this is my legacy. This is what I will be remembered for. I was like, building a fucking power plant? What a weird desire for your legacy. <laughs> like, Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so, I think that's, that sums it up. <laughs> I think it's a fun, wacky movie, and I think Michelle Pfeiffer really brings it home. She does. Um, so I think... Oh, I forgot. I'm not married. <laughs> hey, Selena, this is you. I'm calling to remind you you gotta go all the way back to the office <laughs> because you forgot, like, beautiful. Everything's expertly done. So I think the correct answer for tattoo is <clears throat> the penguin eating the raw fish. Oh. <laughs> Which is one of the most disgusting things I've seen in a very long time. Like it's what? so it when is like worse than Gollum eating this is Yeah. Gollum fish. eating that fish is fucking foul and this just makes that look like I, I don't know, like Well cuz Gollum and then he bites like, that himself nose. is CGI and like the fish doesn't look entirely real whereas there's chunks in Danny DeVito's mouth. I was going to say are coming out as he talks. It is so I think you used the word revolting earlier, Tierney. I and did. It, that's just so perfect for that sequence. Because the way that it was shot was just like this extreme close-up. But it was like, at first it was hidden by Christopher Walken's hat. 
And then he, like, moves the hat, and you just see him just, like, with, like, chunks of fish sticking out of his mouth. (laughs) Just foul. Absolutely awful shit going on. (laughs) That's true. I also think it's it's funny that what what, your tattoo should be Danny DeVito on one side of the table eating the fish, and on the other side of the table, Barry Keown eating spaghetti in his underwear. (laughs) I would take... Oh my god, if I could watch one for an hour, I would easily take him eating spaghetti. And then, on the floor beneath the table is Rooney Mara eating the pie from a ghost story. (laughs) Just, like, shoveling an entire pie into her mouth. I don't really think I've seen that one. Don't. You don't need to. uh, Would I watch this on a plane? I don't like to fly in general, so I'm gonna say no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like to fly. I also don't like to vomit while I'm on the plane, That's, so yeah. probably try and avoid all that. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. In the spirit of the question, I don't think there's anything in this movie that would make me like embarrassed if somebody were to like mm-hmm. look at my screen while I was watching it. But I, not in the spirit of this question, which is how at least Matt seems to interpret this question. Uh, I just wouldn't watch this movie. <laughs> Like, I genuinely think the only time I will ever watch this movie again is whenever I decide to rewatch, like, just a bunch of Batman movies, which is the thing that I might do at some point in the near future. Cause Before the next Batman. Maybe. I might just rewatch the... Honestly, I probably... Because I do... <laughs> I do want to rewatch Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. <laughs> like, those movies are oh. also bad, but, like... I I saw them as a child and grew up with them, so like I have at least like the nostalgia factor for them, which is something that I definitely missed out on in Batman Returns. Sure, I think those two movies actually make me mad though. I thought and I thought Batman Returns was as bad, but I don't think it is. I think it's in its own league compared to Forever and Robin, which are just miserable movies. <laughs> so would you watch this on a plane? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Would you hang out on this film set? Oh my god, duh. I'd fucking sleep there overnight. I'd fucking set up camp in Gotham. I I'd love the Lola. Oh. I love it. I'd fucking go to the Batcave and take a shit out <laughs> Just to mark my territory. I don't think I would spend I time on this. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> it would stress so me out this too much. This is the worst Matt. episode. You know <laughs> I'd be so stressed the whole time. And they were like, "Actually, you're gonna have to share a trailer with Danny DeVito, <laughs> and he can't get out of his makeup until you oh. leave." I think. <laughs> so, like, if, if, like, just like the the layout of Gotham were like a like a playground of sorts like i think that would be kind of fun because like the like i said the production design in this movie i did think was pretty cool but like i don't need to spend time with christopher walken or danny devito or tim burton honestly and like presumably danny elfman isn't on set because like i would spend time with him but like he's not going to be there so yeah i I think i'm out on uh on spending time with batman returns film set (laughs) More for me, I guess. Who cares about you anyway? No one even invited you. So, Do we have the Oscar section? 
this oh movie was God. nominated. This movie was nominated for two Oscars. Any guesses? Michelle uh, Pfeiffer? No. <laughs> no. <bitch>. Costumes? <laughs> uh, no, not costumes. Although, like, a good guess. Production design? No. I think that's one what that I would stump for. Personally, I think I would stump for a production design. Hair and makeup? Uh, it was makeup. Oh, it was shit. one of them. It did not win. This penguin looks so beautiful. I know, like, he's gross. But, like, the way that his hand, like, his hands, when you they weren't wearing the gloves, like, it actually was good, like, prosthetics. Especially for, yeah. like, 1992. Like, it's gross, yes. But, like, the actual craft involved in making those, like, looked really cool. Out. Oh, interesting. Everything else about him did. <laughs> sure. Uh, and then the other one was Best Visual Effects, which it also did not win. Which, like... Sure. I guess maybe. I don't know. It was up against Alien 3, which has horrendous oh. visual effects. Wow. <laughs> and Death Becomes Her was the winner, so. Wow. Because it was the least crazy of it. <laughs> I was going to say, the Academy Awards so the Academy. in the 90s, real real wild times, you guys. <laughs> real tame. They're just like, is it an English drama? It wins. Is it a snarky adult comedy? Give it the award. Well, it's all the 90s. Yeah, because uh, Marissa Tomei won for My Cousin Vidi for Best mm-hmm. Supporting Actress that year. How droll. Yeah, the Fuck un- the Academy Awards. Unforgiven Aca- was... Academy. Academy Awards. <laughs> Unforgiven won Best Picture, Best Director. Scent of a Woman and Howard's End were the at, at Best Actor, Best Actress. So yeah, just and The Crying Game won Best Screenplay. Wow. Ooh, just, yeah, a lot of Oscar bait going on there, so... But yeah, your movie, it, it broke through, Matt. It wow. made it. It should have been nominated for production design, for best original screen. It's best amazing that screenplay. that was nominated, but Harold and Maude never was. Yeah. <laughs> One of those movies is good. Well. <laughs> <laughs> what have you guys been up to this week, huh? <laughs> mm. <clears throat> Do you want to go first? Um, whatever. I don't remember what I did. Uh, we watched Charlie Brown Christmas. We watched Batman Returns. Uh, we watched... Quick hmm? question. So, like, the Charlie Brown theme song. The da 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 Would you guys say that that's a Christmas song? Yes. Why? <laughs> because of Charlie Brown Christmas? Yeah, but isn't it, like, the Charlie Brown theme song for all other Charlie Brown movies? Or, like, yeah, but Snoopy? you watch them all at Christmas and Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just... I've never is thought... Is Home that. Alone the theme from Home Alone a Christmas theme? Anyway. anyway. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Brown. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh, well, the the one that's like... Yeah. Yeah, the one from Royal Bombs. Yeah, that one is Christmas time is here. I'm okay so, like, with calling that a Christmas song, but, like, the Charlie wow. Brown theme song, or, like, the Snoopy Peanuts theme song that is used for all other Peanuts movies, regardless of season, I don't think it should be considered a Christmas song. I think there are that other is, songs similar take. to that that are also included that no one ever questions. Yeah, fucking Dominic the Donkey, get out of here. Oh. What? Or that goddamn Hippopotamus song. 
I literally don't know either of the songs that you guys are talking about. Don't, which is fine. Yeah, it sounds like it's okay. It's, don't it's okay. Sing them. It's okay. I don't they want to know. They get stuck in my head what about, and I will kill you. What about Christmas shoes? What right. about Christmas Let's shoes? Let's just move on. What else have you been up to, Matt? <laughs> um, oh, I watched the Hitchcock movie Notorious. How was it? Um, I bought it on Criterion. It's good. The end feels very abrupt, which a lot of old movies have. It just, like, ends. It's What's old. that one about again? Um, it's uh, the daughter of a uh, uh, German Nazi sympathizer oh, who yeah. just got convicted ends up getting looped into an like a CIA investigation of a potential uh, Nazi doctor who's hiding out in Brazil and she has to infiltrate because she used to date one of the Nazis. Um, I remember. So then she has to go back in a relationship. It's good. I thought it was very good. It's Cary Grant. It's Claude Rains. It's Ingrid Bergman. Is that the one where he poisons her? Yes. Yeah. It's cool. Um, so I got that on Criterion. It's always fun good. when you just, like, gamble on a Criterion film and it mm-hmm. ends up paying off. Because, like, I've gambled on several and, like, they're, I've never gambled on a movie, a Criterion, and then been like, this fucking sucks. I wish I didn't buy it. Like, I can always at least find something that I appreciate. But it is fun when you gamble and you're like, oh, no, this rules. Which, yeah. And... Um, it's a Hitchcock, so it was... It was a safe bet, the, yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty safe bet, but... Uh, but you could do the same thing with... Uh, can you still hear me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, you could do the same thing and gamble on a Wes Anderson movie and end up with Bottle Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Which I own Bottle Rocket on Criterion. I also uh, own Bottle Rocket on Criterion, so oopsie. <laughs> yeah. Um... <clears throat> And then I don't know. I've been I watched the first episode of Industry, um, and it was pretty good. I'm into it, uh, and I was very stressed out. And I would watch the rest of the show. I was like, there's only like six episodes, right? Uh, eight, I think. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, <laughs> and then did we talk about Euphoria last week? Yeah. Did we? Okay. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. I hadn't watched it yeah. yet, but we did talk about it. Still lit. Still great episode. Great acting. Um, so, just, I didn't revisit it, but other people should. That's all. Yeah, okay. I mostly watched uh, TV this week. Um, I did watch that Euphoria episode. And Zendaya is so fucking good. Yeah. Like, just out of this world. Put her in everything. She is mesmerizing. Yeah. And she crushed. Is she the? Is she the best Disney Channel star? She has actor. to be. I can't imagine I so. anybody else. Like I, I think so too. The fact I that she's one she of the few Disney. that's like in my head, but could even potentially be an option out of the thousands of people that have come from Disney Channel. Yeah. Like, she's uh, so fucking good, and mm-hmm. that episode was incredible, and I just want season two of euphoria like yeah immediately and in, in just like i want it now yeah zendaya is such michi <laughs> I knew glad, that we was got that. glad we got that <laughs> twice in this episode um i also watched all of uh the fourth season of big mouth which is just oh, I so fucking funny yeah. and just the filthiest <laughs> so gross it's so dirty it's so raunchy it's so just mm-hmm. foul 
and they're all just like, I mean, they're obviously voiced by adults, but like they're little like 12 year olds running around saying just like the vilest shit. And it's so yeah. funny. <laughs> um, and then I did watch two movies, one of which was Citizen Kane, which is good. You guys, you yeah. heard it here first. Yeah. Uh, nobody else has ever that. talked about how good Citizen Kane is. I'm the first person <laughs> to have ever Look at you guys watching so watch. many old movies. <laughs> right? What's happening to me? Uh, Citizen you Kane. You me. Yeah, I, oh, I was going to say, I, I fired up the HBO Max for Citizen Kane and, like, saw all of, like, the, once it was done, I, like, saw all, here's what you should check out next. I was like, oh, it's just like when Tierney would fill up the DVR with <laughs> Turner Classic <laughs> Movies choice. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, so I'd never seen it before. It was like always on my list. I just like never made a point to like actually do it. And it, I've, I was like blown away by how good that movie is. <laughs> like that movie fucking yeah. rules. Uh, yeah. so it looks great. It, look, it, it really looks, it looks amazing. Exciting. Like it looks beautiful. Um, it's William Randolph Hearst too. Yeah. Which then, uh, I also, after watching Citizen Kane, I watched Mank. And I loved it. I see why people like it's it seems like it's kind of divisive. Film Twitter has been just the most annoying about this movie already. Um, but I really, really loved it. It's it's like a weird it does not feel like a Fincher film. Um, but I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Not as it's, did that co- it's not as good as Citizen did, Kane, which obviously, but yeah. it is. I did like it quite a bit. Did that come out on Thanksgiving? <sighs> <laughs> Look at you. I hate it. Uh, what did I watch this week? I watched for nothing. Uh, another couple episodes of Dairy Girls. I think I'm just going to rewatch nice. both seasons. Um, I watched. Uh, oh, I watched the next episode of Small Axe. I'm pretty far behind. Well, just one episode and then soon to be two. Um, uh, it's like the I think it's called Lovers Rock is the name of it. Very good. Uh, would recommend. Who's is that the John Boyega one? No, that's the third one. I think okay. that one's called Red, White, and Blue. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, who's this who's one... in the the one that you watched? Or is there anybody noteworthy in the one that you watched? Well, lots of people noteworthy, but I don't recognize any of the names or faces. It was mostly people that I haven't seen before. But it was really good. Like, all of the performances were really good. Um, Obviously, the filming is fantastic with Steve McQueen. Um, And then I also watched uh, David Attenborough's Life on Our Planet. And uh, I think that everyone should watch it uh, and change their ways because our governments don't help us so we have to do things at our personal individual level to save the planet and make it livable for the next uh generation that's all hey uh one little tidbit if everyone in the world went to a plant-based diet we would use half the amount of land that we currently use for food production and the rest could be restored to uh rich biodiversity that's it Best and not space. even all food based, just mostly, or not food based, plant based, just mostly plant based. Plant based. What do you, do, do you, do you fuck with the like fake meats or do you just like actually just do plants? Oh, I do. I like the soy chorizo from uh, Trader Joe's. Oh, God, that Trader Joe's yeah, soy chorizo is so fucking good. 
I'll do tofu. Um, do I'm not very tempeh? good at... No, because I think that has gluten in it. God, oh, I'm the you're right. worst. It does. it does, yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> Whoever's listening to this is like, ugh. Um, this fucking girl. <laughs> but I, I've never cooked an Impossible Burger or a Beyond Burger, uh, I think, the right way. Because I've had them in a restaurant, and they were really good. But every yeah. time I've cooked it myself, they tasted like shit. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't like... Like, Beyond is fine. Um, I think like it gets the job done, but I'm not a, a huge fan. Uh, but I bought some Impossible the other day, and I used it in a recipe I was making. Um, like my mom's homemade like pasta sauce, and she obviously when we were growing up used ground beef, so I bought um, Impossible. And like you, if if I were to just serve you this pasta sauce, you, there's no way you would be able to know that it was not actual ground beef in there. But um, when I bought it, like, so I do, um, I order my groceries online and just do curbside pickup. And they do, like, if a thing that I order isn't available, they do substitutions. And so I ordered, like, just, like, a pack of, like, a package of the ground beef. Um, but they were out of that, so they just gave me two packages of, like, the patties. So I had one patty left over, and I was like, oh, I'll just, like, try and, like, fry this up and see how it goes. And it was delicious. Like, it oh. was so fucking tasty. And I didn't I th- do anything to it. Like, I didn't put any, like, spices or anything. I just, like, I did it on a skillet on my stove. Um, and I, like, put it on there and I, like, sprinkled a little bit of salt and pepper on. But not that much. And very, very, very good. I thought you were going to say they substituted your uh, impossible ground beef with real ground beef. Just actual ground beef. <laughs> Because I, w- I once did uh, the, Thanks. like, Instacart, and they substituted the, like, uh, chickpea pasta, the gluten-free pasta, with regular pasta. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's just a waste of box of pasta. <laughs> Literally can't eat this. Just, I have to throw this away. Cool, thanks. <laughs> no, I, I gave it to Owen. He ate it. I was going to say, I assume he ate it, at least. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but anyway, I'm finished. 